Welcome to the Charles Ogan Show. The Charles Ogan Experience. The Charles Ogan Experience. The, the first of many, of many podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> so, All right. Let's get, <laughs> let's, let's get right let's, into it. Let's, let's get straight into it. So most of my questions are on drilling. Um, Tell us about some drilling. <laughs> Unfortunately. I, I guess actually like a big, a big question people have would be like, okay, I want to get better at jiu-jitsu. What kind of, you know, you always see people drilling. Oh, you know, I'm going to take some time to just practice on drilling. What drills should I be doing for jiu-jitsu? What are your thoughts around people doing drills yeah. to get better at jiu-jitsu? Yeah, I think up to a certain level, drilling helps because it just sort of gets you competent in the general movements of jiu-jitsu. But then after a while, you're kind of wasting your time if you do more than like two. Once you understand the move, basically, that's it. Just do it on resisting people. I mean, the best way to do moves is just start by drilling on non-resisting people, then a white belt, blue belt, purple belt, all the way up to black belt. Right. And then that's a usable technique. Give us an example. So be like, I want to work on uh, like a single leg X entry. So yeah, you choose one entry that fits nicely with whatever you like to already do, or if you know nothing, then just any entry, I guess, or whatever yeah. entry looks like. It's got few steps, but is effective. Yeah. And then you do it drilling on non-resisting people, and then you do it with a little bit of fake resistance, and then you just go sparring and try it, and keep trying it until you get very common problems with the move. And then once you get problems with the move, you can find a new drill to suit that those problems, or you can just keep hammering away at the same drill and try and get it perfect so that yeah, you yeah. get the timing better. But ultimately, once you get pretty confident with a move, options to it before you just do it to death. Say if we're, we're drilling like Baron Bolos, we would practice like this is the set, this is how you get into it, this is what it looks like. We'll practice it a couple of times, then we'll do like a, a slow, like live, live version of that. Then it's like, okay, go and hit this on people. Let's do the field research basically. Get the set menu, do your Baron Bolo or whatever, and yeah. then once you start getting common problems, you go back and drill the next thing that you need to work on and so on. Just do one move at a time yeah, until yeah. eventually you just like feel like you're competent in Baron Bolos and there's no spending more time on different things than that, than the marginal gains you get from Baron Bolo. Yeah. yeah. It's a classic yeah. thing, it's like depth or, that's another question, isn't it? Depth or variety or perfection. That was one of the questions we got on, on the Insta was like, like, would you do a move a million times or would you do a million moves one time? Obviously, that's a Bruce Lee concept. Yeah, it's basically, just, just obviously, it's moderation, isn't it? You do a move until you understand it, and then once you understand it on someone who's non resisting, then so on, all the way up to black belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's the same concept, basically. Like you were saying earlier, uh, like if, even if you're hitting a move on like a bunch of noobs, for example, like or a bunch of like what you would consider noobs, hobbyists, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's not it's. <laughs> It's not complete until you hit it on someone who's high level, or you would yeah, do it as high level. someone good, yeah, yeah. Until you, you, I wouldn't say that it's a move that you can confidently hit in competition until you do it regularly in training. Yeah, 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 until you're comfortable hitting it. And then you're like, okay, now yeah. I'm hitting this move consistently, yeah. now let's move on to something else. Yeah, is that what you do? And how much actual drilling you might do would just be more, like if you train three times a week, half your lessons would just be like mobility basically, or should be, you know, normal drilling on non-resisting people just so you remember what you're doing basically but if you're training every day yeah. someone shows you a move most of the time you already know 95 percent of the move you just change a little bit and try it on white belt straight away what do you mean by mobility the main thing i notice when people doing gi is like they just just don't have abs for to I'm do sure. half the moves yeah is, yeah, that, yeah is that a common thing you see so like say for like begin like a beginner's class like a fundamentals class or even like an intermediate class what are common problems that you see people making so it's so more they, just let, way let's go like, abs. It's like fundamentals i would yeah like for the most part, people do have the ab strength to do moves, but 
to do them like in drilling at least. Basically you need more ab strength to do them consistently in sparring and like to hold on to positions or give yourself time. But yeah, what main problems for me in fundamentals is just people not following instructions properly. <laughs> like legit, you just, it's just a recipe, isn't it? You just get shown a move. Fine if you just like miss one or like one to four or five details. But if you just like, if you're getting shown it, like who is it? Nick Fora told me like yeah. students that go, yeah, 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 yeah. When you show them something like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, don't worry, buddy, I got this. And then they go and fuck it up for the fifth time. And you're like, like you're going to be shit come the end of this lesson. Like, you may as well improve. So, yeah, it's just following instructions. That's why even people that are white belts, if they just follow instructions well, you can be like, yeah, he's already technically better than this person at jiu-jitsu. Listen, follow do you find men? Or, do you find women follow instructions better than men? Uh, so, so. I haven't really noticed the difference. I would say there's there's more men than women in jiu-jitsu. That's like the only difference. Yeah, I don't, don't think there's a difference really. Yeah. I would say maybe, nah, it's probably the same. It's probably the it's same, yeah. Answer. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. I, I, it would only be like random anecdote, anecdotal evidence rather than just like, hard facts. yeah, hard facts. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, if I had to choose, I'd probably say women less are better than men. Yeah, jiu-jitsu yeah yeah that i don't know that's completely random that's more like coordination as well like you say move your left hand and, and it's the right hand like everyone fucks it up occasionally it's just yeah, the yeah, percentage yeah. of times they fuck it up interesting. i fucked up too so it's fine so it's interesting like you know like even talking to like roger or mauricio about jiu-jitsu it's like just fucking trying to understand like core concepts of like moves as opposed yeah. to like a hundred different entries of doing something. yeah yeah yeah, I don't know. It, I think you've got to do like concepts and details at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Or else you don't get a broad enough, like, you don't get breadth and depth <laughs> at the depth. same time. you're trying to like, get the finesse of the move as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess they're, they're pretty fucking technical when they teach, teach too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think they like, You can talk about concepts, but unless you know how to apply the concepts with the details, then there's no point. So you want concepts, like details backed with concepts. So it helps you remember stuff because it's mostly just like a memory test and like recognizing moves as they come in. You know, it's not, it's half about recognizing what move you, you're being, is being used on you and what move suits that move does the count or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So if you're not recognizing the move quickly enough, you're basically lagging behind. So yeah, you need the details and all that, all that just to clock what's going on. Let's say someone's just got their blue belt. What's your like ultimate advice for those, for, for those guys? Give us, give us the... <laughs> For a blue belt, yeah, just just try and tap as many people as possible. Yeah. That's it. Just go to the gym and keep trying to tap people. Keep tapping. Yeah, that's all. You don't have to like. As long as you're not like do, letting emotions get in the way and you're just being like a like a robot, yeah, yeah. you know, it's just business sort of thing. Just go in and tap people <laughs> as much as possible. It doesn't. Yeah. Keep it that's simple. It. Yeah. Do you think a lot of people overcomplicate jujitsu and trying to fucking like? Like, all, like, get all these... Like, it's it's always the people that don't actually train that much. Yeah. It's always the people that will sit out at the end, sit out when people are doing rounds because they're tired. That's another one, is people sitting out when they're tired. Like, okay, if it's wrestling or judo, I understand there's a large likelihood of getting injured if you're tired because yeah. you need, to, you need okay. to physically put your legs in the way of the floor to balance. Yeah. But if you're playing jiu-jitsu, like, York, you can lie on your back and, <laughs> and curl up in a ball. <laughs> and just get fucking tapped over and over again with zero risk of injury to you. Yeah. And yeah, and if, if that's the case, then you just do that. Don't just sit on the side because that's how you actually improve. Like when you're tired, that's when you have to use like legit technique. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people 
just do the rounds. If you, especially, yeah. you know, it's like a pet peeve of mine as well. If you come, to, if you go to train, just just fucking train. Yeah. You've come, yeah. you've come there to go and train. Yeah. What also, for, it should be like minimal effort. Every move you do should be like the path of least resistance. So if you're like yeah. over using energy, even though it might seem like a good idea, you're probably just off balancing yourself, and you're probably like, you know, not not homing in on crisper technique because you're compensating for it with power or whatever. Bro, this, this is the biggest question I get asked all the time about gas tank. Oh, how can I prove my gas tank for jiu-jitsu? Like literally, I, like just, just watching matches, it's like, okay, wh why do you get tired? Let's say like you're, you're already in like pretty good shape. Yeah. Just, just watching a fucking match, like at, 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 at a normal jiu-jitsu gym, you're like, the guy's like overexerting or making mistakes yeah, yeah. or going way too hard. It's like, yeah. of course you're going to get tired doing yeah. that. One of the questions we got was on grips, like, yeah. Gi hands seizing up when you grab. Don't grab so hard, man. Basically, yeah. If you clock most people in competition, the first gi competition they do, they all just grab and start like shaking, <laughs> like, shaking like they're holding a yeah, like a shake weight. They're literally like, oh, why am I getting so tired? Yeah. Like you just you just have to grab less hard. Like make a conscious effort to not grab as hard. Like once or twice. Like part of being a human is pattern recognition and just realizing that what you're doing might be like you don't have to. It's almost like subconsciously you realize it. You don't have to go away and be told it. You just realize over, like, over time that something you're doing is failing over and over again. Yeah, yeah. So you just change it and yeah. So what's your, so what's your answer? Let, let's hear your answer to the gas tank question and I'll give my answer as well. What, what, like, when people are like, oh, how can I improve my gas tank? What is your recommendation? How do you get your, a, a gas tank better so you can last the, I mean, you're in like yeah. 15 minute matches. So obviously being, matches. being more technical is the biggest one, but that's like, Obviously, everyone would like to be more technical. You could be more tactical, though. Like, uh, like your choice of moves could be... So, for example, if you, if you have a shit gas tank, you're probably doing more double legs and more, like, like you know, big moves and, and all this kind of stuff. If you stick to... The trips. Yeah, like, yeah, tricks and that trips. sort of thing and, and subtle off-balances rather than, like, a big tip in one direction and a big tip in the other direction all for a sweep or something you can achieve the same thing off two little off balances, for example, and like, yeah, yeah. yeah. and then just, I guess, yeah, it's all just technique, isn't it? Because then you just, you, you're well ahead, so you have to use much less energy in your off balances to get people, get so people going. technique and tactics. Yeah, and then for top position, that was more for bottom position. For top position, like, like leaning on people effectively, so I guess like the more you lean on someone, the more likely you are, because you're committing your weight, the way I see it anyway, the more likely you are to get swept or countered or, or something, if you're like pulling yourself into them the whole time, like you'll apply more pressure to them, but you'll also apply pressure to your grips and back and stuff like that. Yeah. So you gotta basically, if you're gonna lean on someone, you have to be much more willing to like balance and able to rest in top position. That's a key one, just being able to rest in top position. If you're like, even for like three, four seconds of just leaning on someone and waiting, that makes all the difference. And that's the thing, you watch someone like Gordon Ryan, he's not, he's not fucking, Nah, he's not even. He's barely using any energy because he's he, he's he's putting a lot of pressure on. He's, yeah, yeah. He knows where to exactly put the pressure, yeah. where to rest, and get the pass. Yeah. I guarantee you that guy's not sitting on the fucking rower or the air dyne, hammering, nah, nah, I think, uh, hammering out conditioning. Rock. He's staying just below, like his you know, base. base breathing whatever. He gets to a certain level of breathing and that's it. He just doesn't go any like a pace that you could basically continue for like four or five hours if you wanted to. Literally. Yeah. Like the Isaac, um, what's his name? Isaac Mitch Isaac Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Isaac Mitchell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. had a match for an hour. Yeah. It's like, I got, those guys aren't like hammering out yeah, rounds yeah. and rounds of conditioning. They're just doing more jiu-jitsu yeah. and being more technical. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. After a certain while, you stop using even bits of strict because it's just wasting your energy.
Yeah. Like attack, also, yeah, attacking kind of wastes your energy, obviously. So if you just take more time to attack, it saves energy. Be more of a sniper, would you say? So yeah. More clear with your yeah. attention. Yeah, that's another thing. Like subs are actually the most exhausting part of it. Or if you think like, when I'm sparring, I always like I save energy and then I use all my energy on subs and, and scrambles and stuff like that. So it tends to be like periods of low energy for a decent amount of time and then short short to medium bursts of like high energy when you're looking for subs and I save all my energy for that, for, just for subs basically. Uh, okay, so let's say you've just finished a big scramble. Someone's just done a big, like a double leg takedown on you. You've tried to stop the takedown like, and you're, you're like, fuck, you've, you've just spawned from the takedown. Where do you go from that? Do you just try and attack straight away? Or do you, where, where's your energy concentration? Yeah, that's still part of a scramble for me. Like it depends if they're, if they're moving, if they just settle in turtle, then I might take a couple, like literally one or two seconds to rest. But if I feel them still wriggling around, then probably that's not really the scramble being over. Yeah. So I'm talking about like, let's say- Finish the scramble, get solidified position, and then yeah. go from there. Yeah, for example, or like you've tried an attack from bottom, it failed. Don't, don't just try it till you've got zero left in the tank because you need just enough to survive a sub attempt and you need just enough to sub someone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean points obviously. Basically you need just enough to defend and you need just enough to attack at all times. Energy conservation. Yeah. So tactics. Yeah. Technique. And yeah. And being strong. Yeah. Ta ta tactics or strategy, I guess. Strategy, just like yeah. not being like choice of moves. So if you're doing grappling rather than wrestling competitions, like yeah. you know, there's value to a, a double leg, but how many double legs are you going to do on people Unless like lifting bars. double legs yeah, in, a, in an hour jiu-jitsu rolling session? It's going to be like, yeah. you're going to be fucked. Stra strategy, tactics, not getting tired for rounds. Yeah, not too many doubles. Yeah, not too many doubles. Unless you're juicy, then just do it like. Do you think being improving your strength has helped your conditioning? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. What, what aspect of, 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 okay, what, what aspect, since you've started like strength training, what, how has that improved your jiu-jitsu? Yeah, I feel like my, I can rest more. I can feel like I'm resting more when I'm playing right. jiu-jitsu and like, I can have almost cleaner technique because you just, whatever strength or wherever you're trying to apply pressure, you can apply that pressure just harder so Easier. you get you get through a bit like resistance quicker so you're it's less time under tension basically yeah. which for me is i mean me personally i hate time under tension that that for me is the worst it's not like just trying to fucking crush people and you're just like, yeah oh, like yeah, yeah like it's all it's all like what's it called isometric isn't it so yeah, especially from bottom if you're scrambling and like transit the more you scramble and transition the more tired you'll get so if you can just be stronger then probably have, you can probably skip a lot of details out if you're much stronger than people you know yeah, you get yeah, away yeah. with way more shit so yeah it's just just easier and yeah you get less tired at the end because i mean it's all pulling and like squeezing with your legs and all this kind of shit so the stronger you are just the easier that is and the faster you're gonna finish because it's just more pressure that you're putting on them right? yeah yeah as well yeah like like for example really can choke sometimes i just feel like it's i mean you can sometimes i mean it's always going to be better to just use technique and stuff but yeah when you when you need to squeeze, it's just better to be stronger. And just yeah. just crush. Yeah, just as crush. Much yeah. As possible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you get that strong, I'm sure like, and if their technique isn't fully crisp, then you can get away with just strengthening through stuff, which you wouldn't otherwise. Also, like straight footlocks and stuff. I mean, the stronger you are, the more you yeah. get more pressure. You just you break people's legs easier. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Bro, did you see that big guy? Yeah. Oh Good night, Irene. Oh, yeah. Well, that was. Uh, right, that was like he was like almost looking at him as he had that inside hill hook, and yeah. his leg just went poof. He's yeah. a strong guy, that Big, man. Yeah, didn't uh, 
Didn't look like the guy had too much time to tap, but there it is. There it is, man. <laughs> he probably would have got paid a lot if he'd won. <laughs> That's brutal, man. Yeah, unlucky, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well. So These yeah, things happen. Strength training has helped uh, that overall yeah. squeezing power. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Just but, not being too tired after sessions, I guess, from the strength training. Yeah. And yeah, just generally being stronger than, than people. Yeah. Balance as well. Balance, better balance. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like if you're stronger, like people tip you and stuff, you just got more, you're just more stable, simply. Yeah. 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 That's the ideal thing. Like if, if I'm looking to fucking develop a strength program, it's just like, what, how can I create like a balanced program that, yeah. So like athlete, this athlete can follow it. It's simple. They can have good technique and yeah. it's going to fucking create a stronger infrastructure for them. Yeah. yeah. But this was one of my questions is what, what are your thoughts on like dynamic efforts and speed training all that kind of stuff. It's like, bro, like most jiu-jitsu guys, especially at the high levels, are just, they haven't, they don't have much weightlifting experience. Yeah. It's like whatever, whatever you fucking do with them, they're going to get a result from. Yeah. I was like, imagine if you came and see me, I'm like, okay, oh, we're doing uh, broad jumps today uh, with like four minute rests in between. You'd be like, this is fucking shit. <laughs> Do you know what? You would. Yeah. You'd be like, what, what, why the fuck am I j jumping around here? It's like, you don't need like crazy fucking power. Cause we've already established that. You like, yeah. to, to, to like, yeah, yes, having, having power is going to help, but like adding like these dynamic efforts in, I think most guys in jujitsu are just going to fucking benefit from getting big compound lifts in yeah. and getting good accessory work in. Yeah, yeah, and for the most it. part, it's not. Cool work. It's just, yeah. yeah, holding and strength rather than explosion and that sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. look at the top guy, like, like even your matches, you're not fucking sprinting, you're not sprinting around and you're not fucking doing any crazy jumps or anything. It's yeah. just like, dude, like a, have like a hinge movement, a squat movement, some excess, like a, a, a push up pull and some single leg work and some core work and you'd be yeah, yeah. swinging and some it. grip work around it. Yeah, that's yeah, it. just being strong. People basically. were surprised when they heard about, you're like, oh, like, oh, what are you doing, man? Like, you must be doing <laughs> crazy shit. It's like, well, we just do this. Just lift weights twice, <laughs> twice a week. <laughs> that's it, man. Yeah, it's, uh, it is hard, to be fair. It's not like, it's not like enjoyable, like a can of Coke or something, but it's, no, it's, it's, it's going to be fucking hard work, but it's, yeah. it's relatively enjoyable. You get yeah. like, you get a good pump from it. Get it designed a program that you can fucking you yeah. can progressively overload over weeks. Yeah. Change the exercise variations every yeah. eight to twelve weeks. Yeah. And just make sure you're getting gains from that. Yeah. I think people could do it. Like people could definitely, obviously, do all the stuff. It's not. It's disappointing someone if you're not. If you don't do it, is what keeps you going to the gym. Because it's so easy to be like, nah, fuck the gym. Like I, don't, I just, what difference if I don't get stronger this week? But. Yeah. If you're disappointing someone by not going, then, <laughs> then that's the only way you can force yourself to go. It's just shame. Disappointing that yourself? Kind of... Yeah, that's not enough, though, because you, you probably... Oh, you're talking about the appointment factor. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, you make an appointment. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Well... Yeah. And, and also, especially because like, when people cancel on me, like, I've heard everything before. So yeah. I, <laughs> if I give an excuse, like, I have many excuses I could use. Yeah. But I know you've heard them all before, so there's no point. Nah. <laughs> just show up and be nah, shit. If my life's got... upside down yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Oh, it's everything's, upside down. everything's upside I'm down right now. It, That's I'm the best one. Just a thing. Like... You can create accountability factors with everyone. If you can't, if you can't access a personal trainer or a coach, it's like okay, get get yourself a program or at least design your set, 
design yourself a program that you can fucking commit to and get yeah. a friend. Be like, yeah, yeah. To, to your buddy, we're gonna go together and yeah. if you're not there, you're a fucking disgrace. Yeah, we just yeah. both make it there to the gym. Yeah. We go and train, we follow a program and we fucking get the results. That's basically what we did with jiu-jitsu as well. Me, me Max and Sylvia, yeah. just every day, that's it. You just, over COVID, you just, are you training? Well, yeah, there's nothing else to do. Let's and, go uh, Yeah, and there's no reason for you not to be there. Like, if, if you're tired, like we're both tired. We're all yeah. tired, so <laughs> you just turn up and lose. And basically, it's just you three guys. You guys would just show up every fucking day. And try yeah, it. like sometimes there'd be like other people occasionally, but the main, the core of it was me, Max, and Sylvie. And yeah, that was just like pretty, pretty hard rounds like every single day. Like, I guess feeding into these questions that we got earlier, like, I guess like you, do you avidly watch BJJ Fanatics and Flow Grappler? You watch a lot of Jiu-Jitsu as well. Yeah, I like I go through phases. Like also, I watch all the big shows and I watch certain people, especially like Gordon, Ethan Krenstein. And what do you look out for when you watch? When you're watching Jiu-Jitsu, what do you look out for? Like, because I, I don't feel like you can learn too too much in one go. So when I'm scrolling on Insta, for example, or just watching matches, it's mostly just so I don't get caught out with some bullshit. Like. Like seeing buggy chokes just worries me because you can get caught out with some some BS and if you don't and like you know just random shit that you can just get caught out with if you're not ready for it. I feel like if you've seen something before, again like recognizing a, a move quicker, it's so much easier to defend. But if it's like recognizing re like recognizing patterns, yeah, and, and just whatever danger you're in, you gotta recognize it quickly or else you just get, end up getting caught with bullshit. And yeah, if, if you're if you're confident that you can just not get caught then you can relax a lot more and then it's easier to like think clearly and, and win matches that way. Yeah, like rather than panicking about what they're trying to do to you. Yeah, and you watch BGJ Fanatics as well? Uh, yeah, mostly when I'm injured or, or when I have specific queries or something like that. Is that helpful? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, like, yeah, if you don't watch instructionals, you're, you're gonna be, shit. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know, you can well, get away with it. If you don't watch instructionals, you're shit. Yeah, if you don't watch my instructional, you're shit. <laughs> It's on BJJ Fanatics. It's on sale. It's always on sale. Like DFS, <laughs> we're here, fifty percent off. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like, you think? <laughs> so like, watching instructions is key. You think? Yeah. Not like, I wouldn't say it's always key. But for example, if you're injured, it's key. You don't just don't just sit around and do fuck all. Like, I'll, I'll watch instructionals specifically if I want to work on something or if, or if I see a pattern in the game. Yeah. Like like. Uh, people doing leg locks way more, or if I see like someone doing something and I don't, don't quite understand like how he's working it so well, then I'll go and do it. Or if someone's like really good at Berenbolos, for example, the Mikey Musumeci Berenbolo instructional, okay. I bought that. Yeah, yeah, I wow, yeah, I bought that. And uh, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, because with my BJJ Fanatics shit. points, I did buy that. <laughs> 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 and uh, the Lachlan one as well, like Lachlan, I saw him doing some overhook bolo. Yeah. So I just messaged him like, buddy, what are you doing? And uh, and he gave me the, and he uh, let me use his submeta site and yeah so it's a good site man. Yeah, it's like, a good site. Like, so yeah, like BJ Fanatic submeta whatever. If if you know they're a good instructor, then and would you say like go watch that and then go fucking implement implement that with yeah, your training yeah. partner? So like obviously you had the three the three of you training during the lockdown. Would you guys like watch instructions oh, no, and then go that, implement? That was more like because because they were too high level to try stuff on. Like you can't nurture your move against Max and Sylvia. It's got to be against lower grade guys. Yeah, of course, so like you'd watch that and then like Max and Sylvia, it's literally just like. So for at that time I was the, studying legs. Because yeah. that's what last, like mostly what I could get them with ever was just legs. So 
Do you think that picked your leg lock game up? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because also. When did you really start smashing leg locks? Because early in your career, like as soon as they became popular, as soon as they were in fashion in uni, yeah, I started smashing leg locks because I, I saw what Berenbolos did to jujitsu, and how someone who's just like a basically nobody starts doing Berenbolos and all inverting and shit, yeah, and then next thing you know they're like, smashing people. They're just really yeah. Now they're re regarded as really good. So if you just do that with leg locks, all you have to do is be first and then. And even if you're not particularly talented or like well-suited <laughs> body-wise, as long as you're doing it first, you can make some money or get some subs off of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Doing the, how, how did you get better leg locks to start with? Uh, well, I was training in Craig Ewer's academy in Cardiff. Yeah. And I was spending my student loan on jiu-jitsu. Yeah. So, yeah, I could just train all the time and try random moves that I saw on YouTube on people there. There wasn't any instructions either. Oh, yeah, it was literally like Eddie Cummings clips on YouTube, because he was the only one who's like destroying everyone with leg locks. Like Gary Tonin as well, but they were more like crazy entries, whereas Eddie Cummings just looked like very robotic. He just entered the legs and finished people. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. easier to copy than that and then just try it out. But yeah, I was basically just just shooting in the dark. There was no, there was no true understanding of it. I was wow. trying to understand it, but every time I think I understand something, you realize like a couple months later, you didn't have a clue. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Even when we started, I remember we hit you up in like the start of like mid lockdown. I was like, hey, yeah. this is some privates. Even your leg locking approach then has changed yeah. hugely to yeah. now. There's probably some similarities though. There's probably some, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, there's also probably some things back then that I was doing that if I saw them now, I'd be like, mm, that's pretty good. But, but you just go in like cycles of moves, Fun basically. details around things. Yeah, like, or you see, like, you go through one set of moves and then you realize that ah, if someone just does this then all, that whole thing is just fucked so you got to find the moves that work better for everyone rather than moves like even though it might work very well on most people it's got to work pretty well on everyone basically yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. rather than yeah all right yeah what other questions we got what other questions we got Who, okay you versus is that own lives like is that the question uh me versus livesy yeah Us. All right, wait, oh, we'll just do rapid fire. Me versus Livesy, I would pull guard and attack the legs. I don't know why anyone's done anything differently. He's a judo man. If you try to wrestle him, you're going to have a bad time. Good. So don't wrestle him, pull guard like this. You see it every time, people try and, like, like try and stand up with him. And yeah. just, within fucking 30 seconds, he's going to Yeah, yeah. Like, like, it would be hard to win a decision against him. Like, to be fair, if you pull guard, it's not like... It's not like, oh, you just enter the legs. Like, it might look like that, but it's not. Obviously, he's very good at hand fighting, head position, and he's got, very, like, perfect balance. So yeah, yeah. it would look very close and scrappy if you were to win a decision anyway. And also, if he, like, passes to side control, like, blast through to side control, he, he goes the camel crush or whatever it's called. He's so it, it would count as a, a sub-attempt in sub-only. And then, yeah. But in general, like... <laughs> Like, why would you try and wrestle someone who's like basically not interested in doing jiu-jitsu most of the time and just, <laughs> just stand there and take you down? He's openly said that as well. Yeah, he he's just, he's yeah. fucking throw people. He can't wait for you to stand up with him. Yeah, he's just yeah. a fool. Anyway, next, next one. Next, next question. Call outs. Yeah, I would, I would rather... I would, <laughs> Bro, imagine you, Gordon Ryan, final I, I don't think I'll get to face him because he's not in the normal absolute. And oh, is he not? No, he's not in the normal absolute because he can't do it because then he'll have to fight himself next year when he wins it. Right. So <laughs> he can't be in that. So it's just my division, basically. Who would I rather face? And anyone who's older, I feel like they've got less stable knees. So it's Xander. just... 
Is that Sandy? Nah, not him though. No, fuck that. He's good. <laughs> anyone but anyone old but him. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah, he's like extremely solid and uh, yeah, experienced and and I feel like his his mental game is is pretty much bang on. He's not gonna get yeah, yeah. confused at anything. It will just, <laughs> just be very solid jujitsu. With like, and if you look at his match, basically, I'm basing all this on his match with Gordon last time. Like, yeah. Gordon won the match by decision or something like that, but it was. It was very close. It was 2017 ADCC. It was very close and like, yeah, I just, I was looking at that match thinking like, that's a man that's not really gonna, gonna be easy for anyone to beat in the world, basically. There's no, yeah, you can't get any cheap shots off at him. He's not gonna carry on the pressure, yeah. man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not gonna get a quick sub on that guy. What so. about Rotolo, man? Yeah, again, Rotolo's got a very, like, uh, very tough, also, he's just constantly winning matches, so. I mean, he's got a lot of experience, man. Yeah, bro. Who am I to, <laughs> who am I to want him first round? No way. I would have, oh, but like. You got a match with Jacob Couch coming up. That's exciting. Yeah, Jacob Couch. That would be a good match. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How do you feel about that match? Yeah, yeah. That, that's going to be a good match. I think uh, his last match with Brees wasn't that entertaining, but yeah. I will literally pull Mount if he if we're in close guard for more than five minutes. Yeah. I will pull to bottom Mount. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll lose if it comes to it. I don't give a shit. I'm not, I'm not staying in close guard for the 15. I'll just to make it more fucking interesting. Yeah, I'm yeah, not, yeah, 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 of course. I'm not going to sit there in close guard the whole time. Yeah, so yeah, if Jacob Couch, I mean, that, I think that would be an interesting match. He likes the legs. I like the legs and the counter to the legs. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I thought, yeah, it's pretty good passing as well. I saw him, saw his match with John Blank and uh, he seems to be putting much more pressure on John Blank than I was. So yeah. he's, he's obviously like, better at pressuring in competition from top than I am. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like I deal well with pressure from top in comps, especially like, yeah, yeah. like uh, playing an inside position game with the legs and like trying to wrap people's legs up. And then you can rest much more easily when you run someone's legs than if you're just playing open guard. It's kind of, it's harder to rest. Because they're fucking trying to smash you. Yeah, because they're running around, you have to pummel all the time. Whereas once your legs are in, it's more like twisting with the hips and off balancing to, yeah, yeah. to get stuff. I mean, you still have to pummel if they're good, but it's easier yeah all right man let's wrap it up okay. yeah all right then let's save it last question are you on steroids nah bro creatine though it still counts it still creatine. counts as a roid the creatine, is the creatine and uh prayer i don't, it, I don't even pray that much <laughs> creatine and prayer so i hope you guys enjoyed this podcast today yeah. make sure you subscribe yeah uh, we're doing we're, that we're just gonna get yeah, is it on youtube we're gonna put it on youtube all right we're just gonna get better and better make sure you buy the instructional on BGJ Fanatics. Buy it. Leglock variant. I make money off of it. Good to have you on. <laughs>